This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters, Head of Retail Strategy at Acadia. And today I'm joined by a fellow colleague from Acadia, Juan Munoz, who is a PPC specialist at Acadia and joined the team early in 2022. Before joining us, he was a sales account manager at Amazon where he managed key accounts on the European side of the business with a focus on UK and Spanish marketplaces. In his free time, Juan enjoys researching new emerging e-commerce markets and going on hikes with his dog named Whopper. Welcome to the show, Juan. Thank you, Kiri. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And I'm excited to dig into Instacart with you. I've been an early and passionate proponent of Instacart with even writing a book about it, Instacart for CMOs, a couple of years ago, and always enjoy following along with what the company's up to. And you're a fellow Instacart junkie. You're always posting, (laughs) you know, new and exciting things on the platform and how your clients are using the different tools. So I thought it would be good timing to come and do a bit of a an update on Instacart, what they have released in terms of features, what's working well from an advertising standpoint in particular. So yeah, really excited to jump into this topic with you. I really appreciate that, Kiri. And honestly, I share that excitement, not only because I see it on a daily basis, but then when you actually compare the data between the years and how much Instacart has actually grown this last year, yeah. It's just been amazing. And yeah. not only that shows in the numbers, but also all of the amount of new features that we have. And now, little spoiler alert, they're amazing. I will just jump into the <laughs> examples afterwards. But honestly, it's just been a great year for Instacart. That's great. Well, let's start there. Why was 2022 a great year for Instacart, in your opinion? Well, let me get started then. Here's the situation. Instacart last year basically was you know, a little bit in the caveman ages when it comes down to PPC. Why is that? We only had sponsored products, more or less like Walmart right now. You don't really have any other type of campaigns Mm. and you're a little bit stuck. Now, some of the features that they actually got introduced in 2022 are, for example, the Streamlight ad process for campaigns. Also, we have video campaigns, display campaigns, promotions, brand pages, All of these were introduced all throughout 2022, and it's been basically a game changer, not only for the marketers inside Instacart, but also for the people who are just browsing and shopping around because they have so many different ways of getting targeted and also making their shopping experience better. But let me start with the one that it's been the earliest, let's say, and the one that some advertisers might be caught up off guard, basically, with it. I'm talking about the CPC change. What happened? Before, we had a different bottom for the CPC. Now it's a 30 cents. Why is this important? Well, first of all, this happened January 10th. We have been seeing a lot of pop-up and messages coming on Instacart, getting ready all throughout December, so we can basically get ready for this new change. But I also understand as, as a brand who's selling, how can this affect you? And let me explain. First of all, PacView released data in regards of Q3, Q4, and the whole last year 
based on the performance of the different platforms, which includes Instacart. Why am I telling you this? Even though the CPC actually increased for Instacart to 30 cents since January 10th, it is worth noting that between Amazon and Walmart, the CPC is around 55 cents and 117, with a ROAS of 2.5 and around 4. Why is this important? Well, if we actually look at the data that was released for Instacart, we know that the CPC actually, even though it increased, the CPC right now is around 1.09. And for Ross, for this year, it actually increased a total of 4.8 year over year in Instacart. Long story short, it still has the lowest CPC out of all of the different platforms, and it has also the best ROAS. So Technically, you should not get really impacted as you're still in the lowest and the highest in the best way of for both. Also, that's really good because that's a good note. I think when people see there's going that announcement that there's going to be an increase to the minimum CPC, you get nervous. You don't know what that means. But what you're saying is that the CPC is generally much higher than that anyway, and it's still producing really good return on ad spend. Exactly. And on top of that, and let me give you actually real life examples. Honestly, I haven't seen any changes inside the performance for our ads in throughout the different clients. So I guess this was just, you know, it was just thrown out there. Of course, it has an effect into the market, but I have not seen that being represented in our metrics. So honestly, everything good. What else was new in 2022? Perfect. So let me tell you, because I have a lot of different changes. The first of all, and this is great news for anyone who's new into PPC or basically your brand who wants to get started on Instacart. Let me tell you, you now have the streamline ad creation process. What is this? Basically, if you don't have any knowledge at all in regards of PPC, you can manually select already made like a template for your campaigns. If you just want to reach out to people or engage with these customers, you have a four button set, which you can basically click on it and everything will be created for you. So it comes really handy if you actually don't really know how PPC works or you just want to get started. But I have to say it, my favorite is the custom one, which is the build your own, which of course, it requires some knowledge and knowing a little bit about PPC. But at the end of the day, it gives you that leverage to really be able to to really kill it with your campaigns at, at the end of the day. So this is a really good point. And I see a lot of ad platforms, including Amazon, roll out these sort of entry level paint by numbers preset campaigns, basically. So with Instacart, you've got reach, you've got these campaign objectives is what you're talking about. Reach, be seen by the customers you want, engage, get customers to interact with your brand. And then the final one is maximize sales, get customers to purchase your products. What you're talking about is the custom build your own, because, you know, as a PPC expert, you know what you're looking for. You can make a judgment there based on a lot of experience. How have you found those preset campaigns to actually perform? Because as a, I'm sort of wary of those preset campaigns that are being developed by the ad platforms. Exactly. I mean, it's just the fact that they are already pre-made. It, in a sense, they limit your actions when it comes onto your campaigns. Right. 
So that's why I was actually staying away from them. But in no way they're actually bad or please do not use them. No, no, quite the opposite. Like if you have a limited education, let's say when it comes down to PPC, these are perfect. It's just a matter of fact of if you actually know about it, you just build your own because you will get more out of it. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, what else is new? Well, let me tell you, and this is one that I have clients really excited about. And this one is actually the newest addition to Instacart, which is the promotions. And inside the promotions, you can actually select between stock up and save, coupons, a dollar discount, or multi-unit discount with coupons. Now, let me tell you a real life example, which not only you're going to love, but anybody listening is going to basically get hyped and is going to go and start a promotion. Let me tell you, we have this next brand that we're currently managing, and we're running a buy two, save $2 type of coupon. People absolutely loved it. Why is that? Well, 46% of all of the shoppers started using the coupon. That means we basically doubled sales in the period we were actually running the coupon. Guess what? We're still running the coupon. We're going to keep using it. And we have plans of extending it throughout the year in key dates. What am I trying to tell you with all of this? Promotions are here. They're still in beta, but they're here and they're here to stay. People are loving them. People are clicking. Just make sure that your strategy is right. See which products people like and use them in your favor. On top of that, I just want to give a little side note, which is, again, this is in beta. Therefore, the edit of the campaigns, it can be a little bit tricky right now in regards of you will have to start over. It's a little bit not user-friendly at the moment, but because it's in beta. I'm sure in about a month, it will be fine. And these are working like a charm. So if you currently have a brand on Instacart, I really encourage you to run these promotions. That's great. Yeah. So what kind of, can you share you know, some results from clients? So yeah, in regards to the promotions, I'm currently only running the buy two, save two. And mm-hmm. like I said, we actually managed to double sales, which was incredible. And that's why we have plans of keeping it because it was okay. so, so good. Perfect. That's excellent. <laughs> great. Well, what else is new? And these two are my absolute favorites because of the performance and the examples that I have here to tell you. First of all, videos. I have the best example for videos. Why is that? I have two different brands, both in the snack industry. One of them has a commercial type of video and the other one has a snapshot of pictures type of video. So really two different types, right? Well, the results for both of them are mind-blowing amazing. Let me tell you. The very first one with the TV commercial like of video had a ROAS, by the way, this is in a period of like a month and a half, a ROAS of 15.8. Nice. That's amazing. But the best part, Kiri, is the following. This, because you're going to tell me, of course, Juan, if you run branded campaigns, you're going to get a nice ROAS. Yes, I agree. Here's the point. It includes competitor campaigns. It also includes really high funnel campaigns, and we're seeing these returns. Wow. Amazing. Also, the other brand inside the snacks department had a ROAS of 5.18. Still amazing considering that we have competitor campaigns in there, and we also have those high upper funnel type of campaigns. So if you're planning right now to start a video campaign, 
if this didn't encourage you to go right now on Instacart and launch it, I don't know what else it will. I don't know if Instacart is pushing these internally in a sense, but the results I've seen, they're amazing. But before I keep going, oh yeah, it's been amazing, Kiri. But the best thing and the thing that I just want to point out there, the video itself is not going to work. Please just make sure that your strategy is also going along with the quality of your video in regards of make it be amazing and really make sure that you're targeting the right people in the right placement. So a nice video also comes with a nice strategy. So just be mindful because if not, it will not make it work, let's say, in regards of getting this, this really nice ROS. Right. That's Yeah, that's a great point. It's not just about the video creative, but about placement, bidding structure, et cetera, as well. Great. Amazing. Now, let me tell you also about my second favorite, which is display. And why has this been a game changer for Instacart? Well, display was introduced in the first half of 2022, and it was the biggest, let's say, launch for Instacart. Because beforehand, like I said in the at the beginning of the podcast, we only had sponsored products. And then out of a sudden, display came in. Display, it's really similar to the one in Amazon in regards of it can be keyword targeted or it can also be behavioral targeting. And the results, honestly, have been really amazing. But on top of that, you need to be really careful when it comes down to how high or down in the funnel you actually want to approach your clients, basically, because that's really really going to tell you the performance that you're going to have. That being said, the performance has been amazing. (laughs) Again, as in, for example, in videos, I gave the overall of all of the type of campaigns together. I'm going to do the same for display. The um, two brands in the snack category, 21% ACoS and a ROAS of 21 for the second one. Amazing. Nice. Wow. So, exactly. So, anybody that is also thinking about display, please be really strategic when it comes down to the targeting, especially when we're talking about behavioral targeting, because it's such a broad spectrum, let's say, of people that you can actually target that makes it so exciting at the same time. Which, by the way, this is what actually changed my mind when it came down to sponsor a display. I actually wrote a blog with you, Kiri, in which I used to not like sponsor a display. On Amazon. I, exactly. On yeah. Amazon. Until I actually started looking into it. And I saw, oh my goodness, this is amazing. You can target so many people. So we go back to the basics, which is please structure your campaigns. Find those niche people um, behavior targeting that you're trying to achieve also with the keywords and those campaigns are going to absolutely kill it. Like I said, ACoS of 20% for one of them and a different one with a ROAS of 21, all of the campaigns combined. Beautiful numbers. Beautiful numbers. I will also point out, you know, ROAS and ACoS is not the only things that we want to look at, particularly with Instacart. And just to call back some research that I did with one of your colleagues, Matteo, last year about retail media allocation. We do find that in some cases, if we're looking at a a CPG category brand, that Instacart can be particularly helpful at the top of the funnel as well. And so I think it's important to apply the best metric for the outcome that you're looking for. You're talking about ROAS and that's great. And a lot of brands, it is their objective to achieve a certain profit margin on their products and that's going to require a certain ACOS or ROAS. But particularly now that Instacart has videos and display ad types, we can start thinking of 
Instacart is more of a brand building platform too. So I just wanted to call that out and get your thoughts on in what ways is Instacart like emerging as a brand building platform and not just a, you know, dollar in, five dollars out kind of play. Absolutely. And I'm actually glad that you brought this topic because this is some of the things that I wanted to discuss in regards of metrics for sponsored display. One of the things that we have seen is that a lot of these campaigns that we have running, they have an above 50% new to brand sales orders. So basically people who never bought from us, more than 50% in most of the cases, they actually bought because of a sponsored display. This should ring a bell to you in regards of sponsored display really helps build a brand. Now, in regards of building a brand itself, Instacart has really differentiated itself from other platforms. How? They have this tab, which I absolutely love, which is inside the um, customer insights. What is customer insights and why is it so different from other platforms? Well, inside customer insights, you can get so much data than Amazon and Walmart. They cannot give you this data and it's inside Instacart. Let me tell you, you can get the percentage of the market, the market share that you have and all of these good metrics that you just want to know to really measure yourself against the market and see how much you're growing. So honestly, Instacart can provide you so much data than other platforms cannot give you. And just the fact that it's a growing platform, it makes it a really special place when it comes down to expanding as a brand. Also, and in the same note, I want to talk about brand pages because they're extremely connected to Mm. display and getting all of those new customers. Exactly. So first of all, why are they connected? Well, the display and brand pages. The reason is you can select display campaigns to actually redirect people to your brand page. Now, what is the beautiful thing about the brand page? The brand page, of course, you know this already. It's basically your page with all of the different products that you have, and you can put different pictures. But my favorite place inside the brand pages is the fact that it's extremely customizable, user-friendly, And it can be up and running in less than 10 minutes if you want to. In Amazon, this takes a longer process. But on Instacart, it's extremely fast. And like I said, user-friendly, as long as you have the pictures with the right measurements, it's ready to go. And it looks amazing, Kiri. That's great. Yeah, we'll have to put some examples on the show notes of this page so people can actually check out what that looks like. I remember when they were first announced at the start of 2022, there were no examples. I couldn't, even the brand that was included in the press release that Instacart shared of brand pages, I tried to find the brand page. It was for like an ice cream brand or something. Tried to find the brand page, could not find it anywhere. So that's another <laughs> thing that if you're too early, you might invest all of this time in developing some content that doesn't actually appear for any customers anywhere. How do customers actually navigate to those brand pages or is it really mostly the traffic source coming from the display ads. I'll go with the second option of people mostly go through it because of the display ads. And the main reason is, and this is why what you were saying was resonating with me so much, is that I also struggle trying to find those pages just by like searching for them inside Instacart. Uh-huh. I don't know, Kiri, if we're doing something wrong, uh, but it's hard. Put it, pa- put it past us. To be- <laughs> but yeah, I think that it wasn't really the intent to create you know, a brand experience unless someone's actually clicking on an ad, which is fine. 
Exactly. That's how it works on Amazon a lot as well. <laughs> Indeed. But just making a summary about display and the brand pages, they just, first of all, they work hand in hand. And it's such a great tool to introduce your brand to new customers. Like I said, display had an amazing metrics when it comes down to new people clicking and buying, combined with visiting your store, which can be made absolutely beautiful. So thank you, Instacart, for that. It's just a great environment to people basically getting in and getting to know your brand and basically becoming a regular customer. Hmm. So I love your enthusiasm for Instacart. You're obviously super passionate about it, but there's got to be some things that we're still waiting on. (laughs) So So what's still missing from Instacart one, from an ad standpoint at least? Kiri, yes. And Instacart, please, if you're listening, please hear us out because it's not just me. It's basically everybody in the PPC market. We want three things. I was going to say two, but it's going to be three things. The first one, we need negative targeting. Right now, we do not have negative targeting. So it makes our strategizing a little bit hard. Let me explain. Right now inside Instacart, Instacart automatically populates new keywords every time. If you don't like those keywords, you can always reduce the bid until the minimum, which will be 30 cents now, but you cannot really eliminate them or pause them. So basically, since we don't have the negative targeting, we just need to play a little bit with the bids. Also, forget about the bids for a second. Sometimes we just don't want to appear in some of the searches. So we need this negative targeting right now. On top of that, and I just mentioned it, we would love to have the pausing of keywords available. Why is that? Right now, our only resource to actually pause some of the keywords that we don't like is just to reduce the bid, which honestly, it can be done, but sometimes you just don't want to appear in those keywords that they automatically populate Mm. by Instacart. So it makes it really annoying sometimes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) And... I have a last one, which is more of a something that I would like to have because of my basically personal experience and strategy, which is right now in sponsored display, we cannot target competitor brands in behavior targeting. Right now, you can only target, for example, people who purchase from you. Well, I want those customers that they're buying from or competitors to buy from us. So I want to be able to compete with them. Please, Instacart, give us competitor targeting inside sponsored display. Okay. And so, Juan, what have you changed your mind about with Instacart advertising? Well, I've actually changed quite a lot of things. The first one is the fact that when I started digging inside Instacart and really getting into it, it was really in the early stages of the PPC journey, let's say, within. So I first started seeing Instacart as a secondary type of platform, if that makes sense, because you didn't really have the options. It's like, okay, I cannot negate anything. I can only run one type of campaign. These campaigns are working, but I wish it was basically bigger. With all of these launches that I just told you, it's been a game changer for Instacart. And the numbers reflect that. And this is also something that I've changed my mind about inside of Instacart, which is the budget itself. We have seen a big transition of budget, for example, from Amazon to Instacart. Of course, the budget for Amazon still grew in regards of the year budget for ads. But it's true that Instacart got a big chunk of that budget for next year. And why is that? The results are in the pudding and it's working. So just in general, Instacart came from a really simple place for PPC 
to being a whole new machine with so many people in it. And also, I just want to throw some data in there, which is Instacart is the second one platform for online shopping preferred by customers after Amazon. So people are loving Instacart. And it just makes it such a great environment to grow. And on top of that, and this is something that I think Amazon and Walmart should, and also Target should include in their own platforms, it's the reporting within Instacart. Mm. The ability that you have to actually see yourself in the market, compare yourself with others, and how much your brand grew, it's a game changer. And it really brings the strategy for PPC to a whole new perspective. So as a really big summary of these three things, I changed my mind to the fact that Instacart is not a baby anymore. It's grown and it has so much potential, which is showing in the numbers. There's definitely a switch in budget. People are investing more in Instacart because the numbers are amazing so far. And the reporting in Instacart, it's top notch. Beforehand, it was something that I'm like, okay, I don't really trust this. But honestly, I see myself using it more and more. And it's amazing. That's great to hear. Yeah, it's something I admire about Instacart coming, you know, launching a self-serve ad platform when they did. It was very smart. 2020, I don't think they could have predicted how important it would be with what was going on in the world at that time. But something that I really admire is their ability to build something that brands, build the features that brands and advertisers want from the ground up. And as we look at some other sort of legacy retailers out there who are trying to build up their retail media presence and capabilities like Walmart or Target. They have a lot of sort of legacy things to catch up on, whereas Instacart started with a blank sheet of paper. What do advertisers want? And they're really delivering on that promise. So I'd love to see all the progress made here. And yeah, thank you for sharing some inside baseball What's going on with your clients? What are you seeing be a really great use of time and budget? Things to, you know, stay away from the preset campaigns if you, you know, do know what you're doing with PPC. That's a good takeaway. (laughs) Thank you again, Juan, for joining me and sharing what's new with Instacart advertising. Of course, Kiri, it was a pleasure to be here. And I also had a lot of fun. So thank you again, Kiri. And basically, we'll talk soon.